Right now on the line, I am joined by John Minty from Splore, Festival Director Extraordinaire. Morena to you, John. Morena, Jamie. How are we today? I'm very well. Just on a uh, trip down to Tapabakanga, the site of Splore, for a bit of a recce. Oh, nice, nice. Well, I guess um, it's been used recently. I mean, it's used all the time. It's part of a part of a park. But I guess they just had Childish Gambino down there. So um, Yeah, they had Farrow's Festival a couple of weekends ago, and it was a very wet weekend, so there was a lot of mud. Mm. So we're just going down to check the, the quality of the, the park. Uh, it's the first time the park's been used for another festival, so... Um, we're three months out from school, so hopefully it'll be um, it'll be all good. Mm-hmm. Good, good. All right. I mean, the location, the ethos, the lineup. Spore is a festival like no other, especially in Aotearoa. Um, let's get the, the lowdown, I guess. I mean, where to start? Um, history of Spore began in 1998, uh, New Year's 1998. Um, it's biannual for for a time. Uh, there was also a year that was skipped, but um, since 2015, um, you've been going every single year. How did how did Splore begin? Where where did the idea come from, and how did it blossom into what we have now? Well, it basically started from a, a bit of a crew that used to go to Burning Man, Kiwis that had gone to Burning Man, um, and also had uh, experienced the Goa experience in India. Mm-hmm. So they sort of came from that sort of free-spirited um, sort of open-minded, diverse, you know, eco sort of background. Um, and it just started as a New Year's Eve party, just word of mouth, really, at Kariatahi on the west coast of uh, near Auckland. Mm-hmm. And it ran there. So it sort of started from that sort of Burning Man um, inspiration, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it's just morphed into something, I guess. Um, well, it, it went from a New Year's Eve party more to a, like a three-day sort of live-in festival with a lot of artwork, a lot of roving performance, which is what made it unique. Yeah. New Zealand. We've carried that on. Indeed, indeed. Right, um, there's always a theme. There's always a theme every year, and this one is celebrate. Um, and I guess you celebrate every year, but what is the significance of the theme this year? Well, the celebration theme this year was uh, linked around our being our 20th anniversary. So it's been 20 years since Splore started and we just felt it was a very significant event because it's the longest running festival in New Zealand mm-hmm. and being a small independent boutique festival it's quite a, a feat to be able to survive in that market with a lot of competition so it shows the strength of the kaupapa and the, the, the vision that we've stayed very true to and we just felt like celebration was a nice overall term um, to encapsulate you know that, that the significance of that event. Yeah, yeah, and you know, there's more and more festivals all the time. Um, some come, some go, some stay for a long time. But this one, like you said, it's the longest running um, we've ever had, and it's so significant. And um, you know, and that just, I guess, goes towards a lot of things. I mean, the location is amazing. The lineup is always really diverse, uh, and there's something there for everybody. But what, what do you think it is about Splore that really keeps the people coming back? Um, I think, yeah, location is one. It's, it is a spectacular location and that we appreciate, but also a lot of the overseas artists that come and play Splore who are maybe playing 300 gigs a year throughout the world, they just look at that location and they just love the vibe there and go, it's, it's one of the best that they have ever played at. So you can't underestimate um, the power of people wanting to come back to that location. But I think the other thing is the sense of community and the vibe that, Explore creates it's it's actually stuck to its uh, vision very 
very uh, honestly over the years. So we've never really sold out uh, on our vision. And um, people basically almost qualify themselves by coming. They only invite friends they know that will get it. So you get a beautiful uh, group of people that are like-minded, very open-minded. Uh, even people that are not used to that, when they get there, they sort of get it straight away. Mm-hmm. So you, you actually create a unique community, and people just want to come back and experience that every year and then introduce their friends to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, certainly I was introduced to it by a friend, uh, and he's been going for years, and I've been, and it's oh, just absolutely amazing um i want to talk a little bit about some of the lineup um there's a huge lineup so we can't obviously get through it all um yeah but there's a few firsts uh and i guess one of the big ones for me is david rodigan um (laughs) it's just like a gentleman rude boy himself it's massive yes it is i mean rodigan i've been a long time i go up to england every year to to get acts and I've, i've run into david rodigan backstage a number of times and trying to convince him to come down to new zealand and he says, no, he's too old, it's too far to go, da-da-da. <laughs> so, you know, it can take years sometimes to get these artists to actually commit to coming down. And um, I'm patient. Yeah. But when I know an artist that will um, get great resonance down here, I just keep working on them till they come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Indeed. I know he's going to love it. You know, he'll make the effort. He's doing, obviously, a few shows in Australia. Um, and he's going to be on the Friday night, and I'll probably get him to take the wero for the pulfetti. Oh, nice. So he's going to end up loving us, and um, that's the vibe we want back yep. from him when he gets on stage. I, I mean, the, the, the music that he plays, um, and he loves so much, um, it's really got a real big, deep connection to Aotearoa as well, so it is a massive fit. It does, and I'm not sure if he's actually aware of that, because obviously he's been very London-based, Jamaican-based, so he may be unaware of how resonant reggae is in New Zealand. He's certainly going to find out when he gets there. Yeah, he will. He will. Um, another one, Orbital. Um, you know, Acid House Pioneers. That's, yeah. that's a huge, huge show. It is, and that, that's another um, one that I've been working on. It was just through personal contacts that I found out um, who their manager was and went to see him and had a beer with him when I was in London and um, it quite often takes a lot of that groundwork to get these artists down, never been here before, uh, huge in the UK, still uh, drawing massive crowds at festivals and their live show is just pretty unique and to get them down here um, it's like I think like Rodigan Orbital was sort of an artist that we know and love but there'll be a lot of people at Explore that really don't know them that well Mm. who then when they see their live show are going to just be totally blown away and that's what I like to do for people that come to sport. They don't necessarily come for the lineup, but I like to uh, expose them to artists that are just going to be you know, totally next level for them. Yeah. One that's going to bring a lot of the punters in because they'll know is Rudimental. I mean, they've yep. been up for the Mercury Prize. They've yep. had um, you know number one spots on the uh, UK album chart. Um, that's, uh, once again, another one that's going to be uh, mind-blowingly big. Probably Rudimental, yeah. It's obviously the most well-known that's probably going to sell tickets, uh, which is great because people that maybe come along to see Rudimental may not have been to Splore before, so we get them introduce a whole new crew to the Splore vibe mm-hmm. um, and yeah they, that's going to be amazing because I saw Rudimental many years ago before they had really broken through they played at South by Southwest maybe six seven years ago and only about 200 people turned up to their show which for me was great because I got to see them in like yeah. you know 
in, in all their glory when all the Americans had no idea who they were. Yeah. Um, so, like, ever since that moment, and they got bigger and bigger, I thought, oh, I'll never be able to afford them now. But, um, you know, they, it was, once again, it was just being in the right place at the right time. They were doing a big live tour down to Australia. I knew their agent really well, and it just happened to be at the right time. I said, well, could they come over and do a... Um, like a sound system set, you know, with four of them, mm-hmm. and um, we've managed to organise that. So they'll, they'll be also doing Christchurch on that run as well as Dunedin. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, and they're gonna. Uh, I think I think they'll really enjoy it. Uh, you know, we all, you always talk about the artists that will come and, and experience it and really enjoy it. But I think I think they will uh, more so just playing on such a diverse bill because I, I think they're probably used to playing. Um, bills where you you know they've got a lot of similar acts or or yep. um, you know you know they play those big festival bills now but now they're going to be playing yep. you know this this um, thing with such a diverse eclectic mix it would be really big for them I think. Well, I think what's different for a lot of those artists <clears throat> if they're playing on the Friday night also they get to experience the full ferry from the local iwi, which is a unique experience for a lot of those artists um, and just playing on a main stage on a beach you know like the Pooja yeah. Kawa yeah, yeah. it's like pretty special for even those artists that are gigging all the time yeah yeah um, big one for me and Hip Hop Evolution has really probably put the spotlight, spotlight on Jungle Brothers again um, yeah but you know I'm I'm a golden era boy That that's my jam that's the stuff I love uh, so Jungle Brothers um, coming down playing th- uh, 30th anniversary of a truly breaking out uh, uh, groundbreaking album straight out of the jungle um, yep. that's going to be uh, that's going to be a proper celebration proper party I mean they spawned a whole you know section of a genre uh, yeah yeah it's huge I mean fr- from them came a truck with quest uh, gangsters Jasmine series uh, Jay Diller uh, sold, yeah they're all label mates at the time yeah they all knew each other yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's absolutely massive uh, having them down, and um, I, no doubt it will be an absolute pleasure for you. Um, they, they'll be great because I met met Bam up in London once again. It was through personal contacts I managed to get them to come down, and I went and saw their show at uh, the Brixton uh, Electric Ballroom early in the year, and they were just amazing live. Like they've still really, really got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be an electric show. Um, and yeah, for all the old school hip hoppers and even the young kids that are into hip hop that really don't know their old stuff, when they see them live, they'll go, "Wow, this is this is where it's at." Yeah, and no, and <laughs> the roots. they will, they will. Um, and one more act I want to get to, um, John, just quickly is um, I think it's going to be a big one for young and old is uh, Fleet Mac Wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I had the pleasure of seeing Fleetwood Mac. Uh, right. When they came to Dunedin, and it was absolutely amazing. And the you know the the people that were there from you know sixteen year old kids um, all the way through to eighty year olds, you know, Fleetwood Mac really spans uh, all generations. Can, can, yeah, can I can I just clarify there? It's not Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah, I know, I know. Wood. We're gonna get we're gonna, <laughs> we're get to that bit, but it, it is it's this it is Fleet uh, Fleet Mac Wood, and yeah. they. Um, they take the songs of Fleetwood Mac and they yep. make it. They make them their own. They do. They've got special edits and they they basically disco it and make it into house music. And it's a big dress up party. They're incredibly popular um, on the LA party scene, Burning Man, uh, also in the um, the English uh, London scene as well. Yeah. Um, if you go up to England every year, you'll generally see them on the lineups of various. Uh, 
festivals and, and when you see that word you see Fleet Mac Wood and you go Fleetwood Mac oh, hold on uh, Fleet Mac Wood and you go hang on a minute why aren't they at the top of the poster and then you realise okay uh, it's like a tribute sort of DJ type thing but they are Pardo Supremos mm. they also had just introduced a new show called Symphony for the Disco which is based on Rolling Stone songs oh wow so they're going to be doing that show as well as the Fleet Mac Wood show so it's going to be a party oh that's going to be amazing because we're all going to know the words you are, and it's um, amazing how many people that go, oh, Fleetwood Mac, now they're a bit nap, and they'll be in there singing to everything. Oh, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's where I was getting to, you know. I mean, we all know those songs. We all know Dreams. We all know Gypsy. We all know those tracks. They're incredible. Yep. And even if you don't, you know the words, and then you'll get into it. It's just exactly. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be karaoke supreme. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and just finally, before we go, one thing that I really enjoyed last time I went to explore was uh, Belly Laugh. Um, you know, part of the wellness things that you have going on at Splore, and you've got Wend yep. Wendy's um, wellness. Um, yep. It's really important, I think, um, to get involved in those kinds of things to help you yep. balance out after a big night of party and getting ready for the next night. That's always been a big part of Splore. There's always been yoga and um, alternative therapies and that going on. And, and that's don't forget, it's a big family festival as well. We have over 700 kids there now. So there's a lot of uh, raving performances, workshops, uh, talk fests, just to balance out the party and the music side of the, the festival. That's what I think makes it quite unique. Mm -hmm. is you're not just going from stage to stage listening to music. You're actually getting involved in a lot of other activities. Yeah, indeed. All right, um, if anyone wants to know more about it, check out the full lineup. There's countless DJs and acts, including uh, former Radio 1 alumni Laura Lush will be playing, so that's exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, you can go to www.splore.net. Uh, the lineup's there. The ethos is there, so go check that out as well. Give it a good read. Um, you know, things about not having glitter, things about appropriation and culture is not a costume, all that kind of really important stuff um, to help set you on the path to having a, an amazing Splore. Um, and I, it's my favourite festival. I can't um, rate it and talk about it highly enough. It's just mind-blowing. So uh, thank you for putting it on again. Thank you for travelling the world like you do and finding these acts. What a job. Um, <laughs> and thank you for joining me this morning, John. No problem, Jamie. You, have, you have a good one. Okay. Kakite. All right, John Minty there. Splore 2019. Get your tickets. Go to the website, www.splore.net. Uh, check out the website. Uh, all the details and everything you need to know about Splore is there. It's going to be amazing again. It's always incredible. Here is Jungle Brothers with title track to 1990, uh, 1988's Straight Out the Jungle. You're on the one, 91 FM. Say what? Say what? Say what? Come on, Sam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Educated man from the motherland. You see, they call me a star, but that's not what I am. I'm a jungle brother, a true blue brother.